the fem fem feed the fem feed the fem feed the fem fem feed the fem feed oh hi i get your life your girl Allison Avena here and I am here with the beautiful, sensual, smart, sophisticated, <laughs> creative, talented Cree. Can you say hi? Hi guys. Yay. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. She finally came from school. You're at, you're out in Hampton and um We've been waiting for this moment. Oh, I've been waiting for this forever. <laughs> the people need to hear about you and your life. This this woman is amazing, this young lady. You Thank guys just you. have to tap in. <laughs> so we're going to jump right on in. It's been a while since I've done this. But um, who are you and what do you do? Me. So I see myself as a light. Mm. My mother always told me that I was a star, so I was supposed to shine. Come and on I now. think I'm trying to find my way to shine through every adversity that's happening to me or everything that is coming my way. Mm-hmm. And I want to learn how to be able to shed that light on other people and show them that it's possible to find your light in darkness. Nice. I love that. And what do you do? What is your current occupation or... What what is it that you do in life? <laughs> well, right now, professionally, I'm just a student mm-hmm. okay. at Hampton University, the illustrious Hampton University. Ooh, come on, illustrious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but outside of that, I think I'm a positive figure mm-hmm. for everyone around me. I I'm a proud auntie. And I'm a happy lover Mm -hmm. and a great friend. And those are just things that mean so much to me right now on what I do in life. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yes, come (laughs) on with the giving back and labor of loves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I ask all my guests this, and um, we both answer this question together. Mm -hmm. You go and then I go. How did we meet, and what was our original thought of each other? Well, I met you in high school. <laughs> oh my god! Tina Kai. That, that excitement should already tell you. Like, <laughs> whoa! I met Alice in high school mm-hmm. dancing for Terpsies. Yes, that's our dance company mm-hmm. of Terpsies, mm-hmm. and I was like the most shyest person. Ever That experience really made a huge impact on me as a woman and learning how to jump into something without knowing Mm -hmm. and just growing through it and being the underdog and becoming the big star. Yeah. That was so cool. now. Yes. But when I met Allie, oh my (laughs) goodness, I was just so like... During that process, I was very terrified because it was very (laughs) new for me. But when I met her, she kind of just, like, consumed me. And you just took me in. And when I felt like I wasn't seen and I was all the way in the back, (laughs) I seen your head over in the corner and you seen me. Mm -hmm. And 
It's not very often that people do see me, but you've seen me, and I always appreciate that, for real. Of course, you were amazing. (laughs) Like, what's there not to see? (laughs) Um, For me... It, yes, it was Teaneck High School with my our both alumni dance troupe, the Terpsichorean, Teaneck High School Terpsichoreans. And um, I believe the first year I choreographed there, you know, I was scouting out dancers and then mm-hmm. I saw you and I was like, oh, she's good. <laughs> and it was, um, I, I believe, the ugly show that I had to that cast That was in. like... Yeah. Amazing. Oh, Still thank my you. favorite. I know, I love like that piece. My breakthrough oh. piece. Oh. I felt it. Like, even when we were doing the show, like, yeah. I just, well, I oh. tapped into oh, the character. All of you guys, like, really went in. Like, I know the process was hard because they didn't get, everyone didn't get me, but I had some of my uh, dancers that I've worked with for years, like Tati and Tori, that were in there. So they helped bridge the gap. And it was just amazing. Like, I feel like, it, it read very well, too. Yeah. Like, the audience was just like... Well, I think whoa. it was everybody's favorite piece. Yeah, it was, Even really, it was really good. Like, yeah, whoa. they were like, what was that little puppet piece and whatnot? <laughs> yeah, so I remember casting you for that piece. And then um, I remember you being very shy and meek. Mm-hmm. But there was like a powerhouse in there. You were super flexible. <laughs> you were super sweet. That's, as you know now, as adults probably working with kids or interacting with different groups and clubs in school you know you're you're more you have more of an affinity to nicer people or kinder people rather than you know the bitches or the people that think they're all that or the people that are not as relatable so like for me when I'm in a working space of creativity and dance like that's what that's the energy I need so immediately I'm like oh I love her you know (laughs) like I love her she does what I need her to do she goes full out and she's super respectful I love her raised well so (laughs) so immediately you know you think of those things so I just thought that thought you were extremely beautiful and at the time I being older and also being in the same experiences that you were in and being in this dance troupe and being in the same high school, I was aware of like the growing pains that were happening. Mm-hmm. So immediately, like even though we hadn't had uh, interpersonal conversation, I believe we had that your following year. But yeah, my second, the first year I was there, we didn't have that much interaction other than you know. Doing I think the choreography. we even had like a whole sit down here at your we house. We did, we did. Yeah, that was so cool. I know. That yes, I remember. So cool. Yes, that's right. And you brought your marshmallows, and you're oh. like, yeah, I love marshmallows. They're still a thing. <laughs> yes, they yes. are. They are. I know. <laughs> I, I love a marshmallow. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I I just noticed that you weren't too confident in yourself yet. Yeah. And you weren't there yet. But I knew that you had all the makeup and stuff, not like physical makeup, but the genetic makeup to be be that person, that (laughs) amazing woman that I knew you could be. Thank you. So, like, it was just more of like people like myself that mentor, we see that. And then we start spinning the spices and the sauces and interceding and guiding and stuff like that. So I knew it was going to happen. And then your senior year, it just finally blossomed. Like, not fully, but to a point of this is high school. I've conquered it. 
I know who I am. I'm ready, for you know, <laughs> yes, for the next step. So like, I was very proud, you know, to be a part of that in some way. Oh, you and are probably one of the biggest impacts on how I am right now. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean that from like my whole heart. I really do. Really creepy. Yeah. That's so sweet. I feel like I can really just be myself anywhere and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I should always stay true to me and yes. the right people will gravitate to, towards my energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's an amazing energy. So yeah, there's no need you. to hide it or make people <laughs> feel comfortable because they don't have it. Right. So, um, but yeah, I just loved you and I still love you. And as I see the evolution of you when we interact during the summer with Synergy, the adult dance group that we're affiliated with and um even through social media and i see the changes i'm just like she's right on track Thank you know you. and i feel good so <laughs> like i'm like yay <laughs> so we're gonna jump into the next question how important is dance to you oh dancing is everything to me mm-hmm. everything that's my whole world and in a life where I was brought up by Caribbean parents, I, mm. they kind of never really understood it mm. or why I wanted to do it. But dance has been like my biggest release through wow. everything. Like even sometimes when I don't want to be home and there's so much going on, mm-hmm. I always had dance to occupy my time. It always wow. kept me on track. And not just that, it's the best way for me to be able to self-express myself like Mm -hmm. I still even as an adult now like I struggle with self-expression and being able to be very transparent on how I feel Mm -hmm. but when I'm able to dance I feel like I'm able to physically show a person the things that I feel and even with the choreographers that I do work with I feel like Mm -hmm. I owe it to them to whatever Whatever choreography they give to me, a lot of it has to do with things that they're going through right. or the things that they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, well, most times we do connect on those spaces right. where we feel the same things. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just my duty to do it for you, but to do it for me to yeah. show myself that, you know, I can be able to express myself in different ways and have people understand me. Because right. sometimes it is, I can be hard to understand. Yeah. Yes, yes. So when I dance, I feel like, I'm able to give some people something to like appreciate mm-hmm. and, and as well as in learning right. what I'm feeling at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That was a good answer. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So where do you get your style inspiration from? So you're very chic, I'd like to say, like um, not so much trendy chic, maybe a hint of that, but there's like an amalgamation of you pulling from different places it mm-hmm. seems and it's all authentically you it feels like you yeah. know but so where are your inspirations where do they come mm. from okay so my biggest inspiration since like I was a kid of course is Beyonce Beyonce is like Queen <laughs> Bee and I love I don't really take her on as somebody just because of like how she like what she does Mm -hmm. I feel like it's how she's evolved Mm -hmm. and the things that she's gone through to get to where she is I loved her growth process and her authenticity and her complete honesty with everyone and just being able to share that with Mm -hmm. people and 
not not even fully understanding the amount of people that you're impacting yes. while you're growing and working on yourself. I've always appreciated her for that Aww. and her empowerment for women. Like, I, I have this really big fire in my heart and desire towards women, and yes. I love that, mm-hmm. that she never stopped embodying that, and she always advocated for us, even mm-hmm. when we didn't feel like we had that voice. So yeah. she's very important. And another person that's really important to me was Alia, oh, the singer. yes, I love me so She is Aaliyah. like my, like, over Beyonce, she's that person. Yes. Uh, when she, she passed, I was devastated. I, I was, was, I was four. I was so crying. devastated. I, was like, I go to her Weeping Willow Tree in New York City you every do? year. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, she means so much to me. Just just her demeanor and her mm-hmm. focus and attention on herself was beautiful. And she did Brilliant. it with such grace. Mm-hmm. And unapologetically, she was able to just be herself. Yes. And it didn't have to be what was portrayed during that time she mm-hmm. had her own vibe her own style and yes. it was whatever she wanted yeah it was on her flow and she was able to attract so many people to get on her page with mm-hmm. her and she inspired so many people around her right. and even in her passing I still watch so many interviews of her yeah. just watching her speak watching her articulate and mm-hmm. how people talk about her they just genuinely love her yeah they do that, that like, genuine love the ones that really knew her knew her true heart yeah you know because she did have like somewhat of a rough exterior when I was younger like I think more of her death got me closer to her but when I was younger I think I dealt with maybe some form of like jealousy or like just not you know hating you yeah, know I just wanted but to I like did yeah I did like her that. music exactly I did love her music but there was a point in time I remember there was like some hate going on and um I was just like not really feeling really good about it yeah so there was like a point in time where I just was not resonating with her and I think it was more so a blockage my friend likes to say that um when you're hating or when you're having other problems with women, it's because your jo- your vagina is not clear. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. like she's like unbalanced vagina. <laughs> so, I, so I had I definitely had an unbalanced vagina. But when she passed, I was able to like settle all those feelings, mm. and I felt very, very empathetic and and very very sad about the whole situation, and that I didn't realize her amazingness when she was alive towards the end when I when she was younger I was definitely into her mm-hmm. when I was younger excuse me and then that time around where she she passed there was like just a little bit of hate going on just you know just to be completely authentic but mm-hmm. I um yeah and then I researched and did more things found out about her life and I'm like this woman was amazing and immaculate yes immaculate and what was intimidating for me because it was intimidation and jealousy was that exterior of no you're not going to tell me what I'm going to do I know what I want to do basically she had boundaries yeah and I was unfamiliar with that level of um boundary you know and in hindsight full circle and everything she she taught me a great lesson basically yeah Yeah. I 
I love her to the ends of the earth. Like, mm-hmm. I think now that I'm getting older, I resonate with her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Come on just, now. Just like the laid back. Mm. She's so laid back and she takes her time. Yeah. And I think that's something I need to learn how to do. Just take yeah. my time and work through things in my space and know that mm-hmm. this is my thing. Right. And whatever my craft is, whatever I want to do in life, I have to go at my own pace my right. own speed because it's mine right and i own it mm-hmm. so i have to figure out how to make it work for me right that's beautiful but my style in general i loved the 90s like oh, i yes. will never get over it <laughs> i was born in it but mm-hmm. i didn't have a full understanding but now mm-hmm. i'm getting older and i just i just love everything about it just right. their style the authenticity and i feel like in the 90s people were just a little bit more free mm-hmm. where so much more free they less explored more yeah mm-hmm. a lot more to explore with mm-hmm. and a lot less distractions and a lot more time to be able to figure themselves out and they did yeah. it collectively together that togetherness of like that era was so beautiful to mm-hmm. me so i take little bits and pieces of that and my mom my mom is just like well her fashion she's it's it's quirky but she's so (laughs) cute and she does it so well really so well that's so cute i I want to see yeah she's super quirky but i love it like i think that's the one thing that makes me super cool like just being able to put things together when I was a little kid I was so into fashion I was that little kid that used to tie my head up I used to make clothes out of anything yeah I was just like super into fashion like full for it so now I've like graduated to like a new Mm. space but Mm -hmm. it's still all in there all of it like the kid inside is still Mm -hmm. at the surface which is beautiful you tap into like fashion somewhere along I want to yeah like I'm so right now I'm so in inspired by Tanea Henry and Lena Rama oh, wow. and people like that and they have like their own businesses mm-hmm. and everything is made by them self-made like yeah. even the pictures that they take they have not hired anybody to take their pictures really they take all their pictures off their phone off of their own things they make their stuff I know Tanea she has um like a jewelry company and oh. she makes clothing out of mm-hmm. crystals wow which is amazing like, oh my god how do you even do that i need to check them out yeah amazing <laughs> yeah i'll definitely have to show yes, you yes yes lena makes her own stuff. clothes and she tailors it to her body and she makes oh clothes for all women but you know it's her thing I and she in- completely invested in herself by herself come on now i love i love i love <laughs> but yeah like just being self-made and believing in yourself enough to go get your dream and watch it come into fruition is so beautiful to me i think that's That's, what i want that's awesome yeah i love that (laughs) okay we're gonna jump into the next uh question we kind of talked about this mildly um off air but now we're on air why did you choose an hsbcu Mm. The HBCU experience, honestly, I will say came from me wanting to be with a guy. Ooh, uh, really? Straight off the bat, that was actually reason number one. Oh, let's get into that. There, Thanks for your transparency. You know, there was a guy that in high school, I was just so crazy about him. And I 
wasn't able to do everything that he wanted me to do in high school. My, Of course, being from a Caribbean family, like, there's very strict rules and boundaries. Right. I wasn't allowed to be out after school. I had to go to school, home, wow. do homework, and wait for my parents to come home and check that homework. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. And straight all the way through high school, that's why dance was so important to me because right. that's the time I was able to interact with other people. Right. And be out. But, you know, I that strict rule and he's also from caribbean culture but in a different way so mm-hmm. he and he's also got yeah. more freedom to do the things that he wanted and i just wasn't able to meet him where he wanted me to mm-hmm. and i felt like going to college we would have that free reign of space to just explore what we didn't get to right in high school so i made that decision i remember one day he came to my house and he tried to sell that school to me he sold it he was like yeah you would make a great hampton woman like you belong there wow and he gave me a rundown on everything i got so excited amped up i researched it myself and then my second reason my mom named me after cree summer from Mm. a different world i love her oh my god her instagram is amazing. amazing I want to amount to that woman. Are, like, yes. I don't even know how to even get there, but she's, she's so amazing. multifaceted. Did you see her dining room space? Um, Ridiculous. How? Oh, my God. I, how? I how? The other day. It looks like a forest, okay? Like She's just she's, so in tune. She is. In she's tune. amazing. And those kids are beautiful. And, and I love so the way sweet. she raises them. Oh, my God. Me, too. Amazing. Uh, I just... Uh. But even then, like, my mom named me after her, and Mm -hmm. that's—I went through a space of trying to figure out, okay, like, what do I really mean? Like, why did my mom want this for me? Mm -hmm. And I used to watch A Different World all the time, but, like, Mm -hmm. throughout college, it it really helped me understand why I belonged there. Mm -hmm. And the the craziest thing, so A Different World was based on Hampton. Really? Yeah, it's so crazy. I was like, well, I belong here for real. (laughs) You know, I was selling it to myself. I was like, okay. Yeah, I belong here, but I just wanted the HBCU lifestyle, mm-hmm. just that togetherness, that family, mm-hmm. and that that all of that sold me. The guy yeah. and the experience, right. just like the, the exposure to the experience off of television. I wanted mm-hmm. that so bad. Oh, wow. So I was like, wow, okay, it makes sense. I belong here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's deep, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sometimes men can bring us to different places. Some people move for them. Some people travel the world. I think women are just, we love differently Mm. and we feel differently. And we just have differences as, you know, different sexes. Like Mm. men visualize just, you know, they have their ambition to get what they want. Some Mm -hmm. don't, some do. And... Sometimes solving. they focus more on themselves yes, because they need selfish. to be that mm-hmm. provider. And yeah. and that's that pressure of just yeah. understanding at a young age. You know, their parents probably let them know that, you know, and you have to grow to be a man and mm-hmm. you have to be the provider for your family. You have right. to. They have so many expectations. And mm-hmm. sometimes as women, we don't understand those. Right. And we won't be able to because we were groomed differently right. as well. We are groomed to be nurturers and lovers. Yes. So when and we givers. Were, you know, and givers. So when we're brought we're up that givers. way, <laughs> we're so much more easily to, you know, do for them. Yes. And to cater to yes. them. Because that's how 
society and mm-hmm. even in a, any culture i feel like, right. like that's where we all you know match up in all cultures yeah, just like human makeup yeah mm-hmm. just human. a role of a man and a role of a woman mm-hmm. and i think i want to break out of that space of feeling like i have to be this type of person or this right. type of woman because this is what society and life is giving yes. me i want to find my exactly. own space yeah It's definitely important to understand women and men. Like, I've found that that men are, they're very selfish in terms of, like, like you said, they have to be in in ways of problem solving and things that they have to think about and also how they're being raised. You know, they're always like, oh, mama's boy and this and that. And I see you. We always, as women, we let our boys know that they're being seen. Yeah. So they internalize themselves a lot you know they always have themselves in mind which selfishness is not a bad thing selfishness is what but we all need to there's adopt balance is the big there word. is balance yeah there definitely is balance the big word is balance it definitely is balance and i just think also too because they're we're handicapped in different ways that's their handicap yes it's more of an understanding and also a way of of learning from that too like getting part of oh you know I see that you always see yourself you always have yourself in mind and you're always focused on working you're always focused on this I can adopt some of those things to help balance my super giving nurturing self exactly and create a better balance yes to be that woman that we want to see i feel like a lot of women envision themselves being like these big powerful figures now we Mm -hmm. have that we have that framework but we also don't fully have an understanding of how to get there because we do get stuck in that space of being taught that we need to be able to nurture and be able to love yeah you know be able to just be there for them Mm -hmm. but we also have to be there for ourselves and be able to, you know, have that tunnel vision for ourselves exactly. as well to make it all work. I right. think that's how you create those healthy relationships. I think mm-hmm. you need to be able to tap into both sexes and make right. it one person instead of working individually. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely I definitely agree with that. Um that was super profound. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Like, again, this is the evolution that I'm talking about. <laughs> You're there. But, yeah, we just, I think there's a balance. Balance needs to happen. And cohesiveness, cohesiveness, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, and being able to communicate with each other as mm-hmm. well. Having that open space. Of, yeah. You know, allowing a man not to feel like, you know, it's a bad thing to want to love and nurture a woman, too. Right, exactly. Or not having a woman feel like she shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, take on that leadership role as well. And when yeah. you have a partner, too, it's mm-hmm. that's the big word again, balance. Yeah. You have to be able to play both roles. Right, absolutely. And there's a way. There's a way to communicate that. I feel like as women, I wasn't told this when I was your age, when I was younger, even in high school and all that, but, like... They just speak differently. Mm-hmm. Their their way of expression is more so demonstration, mm-hmm. whereas we're more verbal. And it, it gets to a place where as we know how to read nonverbal information very well, mm-hmm. but without clarity, it can, it be can turn into exactly. yes. so like, it can turn into something completely different. Right. Yeah, so and then like, it makes us look 
crazy. crazy. Exactly. It's like, wait, but you did this. And it's like, no, but I'm tired. But they're very simple. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So if you if you're able to understand the way that they speak, you'll realize that, oh, okay. That makes sense. Exactly. He probably just went to sleep. He's really tired. He's really tired. Whereas, like, oh, but we talk to each other every night. Like, why did he change the rhythm? Why mm-hmm. did he change the flow? Well, there must be well maybe wrong. maybe he's doing something. Yeah. Maybe he's a, yeah. And, and yeah. that's personal insecurity. Yes. And then that's mm-hmm. where we get to start fighting with each other as yep. females, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe he's somewhere else with this type of female mm-hmm. or this female. Or mm-hmm. Even in color and race and just all those things that come into play, mm-hmm. even when our men venture out to other women Mm -hmm. you know we get so offended and it's like you know you don't understand you might not understand what that man has been through right and what his story is you know exactly and sometimes we have to take that time to just be patient with each other and really just listen Mm -hmm. i'm learning that like sometimes you need to understand somebody's story to understand how they are come on now and when you understand that story and how they are then you can better maneuver on how to make them better and make yourself better in that situation too exactly exactly beautifully said Mm -hmm. so we're going to jump to the next question how important is family to you (laughs) (laughs) wow i get so excited my family is like my whole world everything i do is wrapped around them Mm. and that's just off of how I was brought up you know in our culture especially me being first generation here Mm -hmm. majority of my elder you know aunts and uncles and even my grandparents and my Mm -hmm. parents too you know they came from Jamaica and they settled here Mm -hmm. together and one thing they made sure is that we had that framework of just knowing that everything is family. Come on now. Regardless of whatever's going on, if you don't have people, if you don't have friends, if you don't have anything else, mm-hmm. you have family. And yeah. your cousins are your friends. And yeah. we take care of each other. We support each other. And even when I come home and I see my cousins, people don't really understand how we work because yeah. we function like brother and sister but when Mm -hmm. we're together you would think that we're all in one big relationship (laughs) like one intimate relationship we just love on each other so much and it's so beautiful to have that because you know while I'm in college and I talk to so many people I get to meet so many people and have many experiences with Mm -hmm. them and you know a lot of people don't have the same thing that I have and they're not as close with their family members Mm -hmm. and they may squabble and we you know we're not perfect we squabble like we squabble actually a lot but you know even in all our differences being completely different individuals one thing is like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna you know i'm gonna tell you how i feel about what you're doing but at the end of the day if somebody is supposed to try to infiltrate in our Mm -hmm. space oh it doesn't go well right we're that's when we come together and be one solid Mm -hmm. you know big boulder and we take on everything together right so whatever we do individually we do it for each other yeah and that I love because it helped me even though sometimes in spaces in my life where I do feel alone I have to remember I'm never alone because I have them which is beautiful to me I'll never give that up for anything oh yeah awesome (laughs) I know like I was very close with my um cousins at one point and like family like was a huge thing because when I was younger my mom would always have these shindigs and we'd always be together and it was just very special to me now that everyone's busy and they do other things like we don't have that anymore which is sad but it it definitely gives you 
even a, a sense of confidence that you always just have Perhaps that like, yeah. you know what I mean when the world is going crazy when your friendships are going you know, crazy when your man you has that. left you you got your family got your ride or dies and they're always there for you so I can relate <laughs> in terms of my past experience but yeah that's that's awesome so we're going to jump into the next question how much has your Caribbean roots shaped your life Oh, I think it has shaped me in good and bad ways. Mm-hmm. I feel like I appreciate the framework a little mm. bit more as I get older and older. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But I wish it made sense when I was younger. I feel like yeah. I wish that communication was there. Right. You know, I think now that I'm getting older, they feel comfortable to share those experiences. But all those experiences are things you could share with me. You know, when I'm younger, yes, to help me grow into the person that you want to see. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. And, yes. you know, coming here to America and, you know, being the first generation, there's so many expectations of you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's hard to try to meet those expectations when you don't understand your blueprint. And for mm-hmm. me, my blueprint and my parents. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I have going on with me or you know whatever it is it would have been well it not even would have been it can be easier to Mm -hmm. understand just knowing their paths in life and Mm -hmm. understanding the things that they've been through because we are our parents children yep absolutely you know you'll never get to know who you are until you discover that space first Mm -hmm. and I think that's a really big thing and now that I'm 21 and I'm older yeah it's cool because now I can hear my parents stories right they're tumultuous like crazy stories things that I've never thought I would experience exactly the sacrifice yeah all of that I never understood it till now but it's they also protect too much too much yeah way too much absolutely to a space where you get lost in just not understanding anything going on Mm -hmm. around you preach it cray cray and I felt like I didn't understand a lot going on around me I think Even when I was younger, I tell people this all the time. I used to be a really cold kid. Mm. Like, I was sweet, and I always had, like, these great, beautiful qualities. But internally, I was so cold because Mm. I had no exposure to, like, people. Right. Because I was always so sheltered. And when bad things used to happen, like death or, you know, just anything happening in the Mm. world, I couldn't really process it because I never understood like even when my family members would die Mm -hmm. like it never just seemed it just never seemed real wow because I didn't know how to understand it yeah and I think it took going to college and there was a situation that happened I remember I was in class giving like this bomb presentation I (laughs) I prepared for it forever and it was amazing and Mm -hmm. I was trying to give it and I heard like police and like fire trucks and everything coming on our campus and it interrupted my whole my whole presentation I was so upset and then afterwards I had found out that a boy in my school he had jumped off the fifth floor of our um library oh no yeah and in our library it's set up weird so we have like elevators but then in the middle we have like a staircase and that staircase has no railing no nothing oh my god so um he was in a relationship with his girlfriend and they broke up but he had a lot of mental issues and he tried to commit suicide once before and then he broke up with his girlfriend and he had um 
called her to the library, I guess, to try to talk things through. Right. He called her to the library. She walked in and he jumped. What? And that, like, just hearing that story, like, it traumatized me. I think that was the first time I ever felt something outside of myself. And, like, it really tore me to pieces, and I didn't know him. And I was devastated for, like, months over it. Oh, wow. And that was the first time I ever felt anything. That was, like, your your first experience with true empathy. I was like, whoa, <laughs> what is this? But then after that, I started to become too empathetic. Oh, then wow. things would happen, and I would pay too close of attention, and I would think internally, like, what if that happened to me? What if that happened to my yeah. family? What if that happened to my friend? And I would just oh, cry yeah. about everything. Oh, no. And I would take it to my parents, and they're like, "You can't be so. You're. It's beautiful that you're emotional, because I've always been an emotional person. Yeah. Like I'm very in tune with how I feel about things. Mm-hmm. But they always told me that sometimes you can feel sorry for them, and you right. can feel sympathy, but you can't. You can't really, you know, feel. You can feel sympathy for people, mm-hmm. but you can't be too empathetic because then it starts to hurt you. Exactly. And, that's that detachment I have such an issue with. Mm-hmm. Like I, what I learned about myself is that I genuinely love people. Mm-hmm. Like I have a sincere, genuine love for people just everywhere. Right. Like even yesterday, I was coming home and I was sitting on the bus next to this guy, and he had these shorts on, and we were coming from Virginia. It's super hot there, <laughs> but it was cold here, and I wanted to give him pants. Oh. Thank you for listening to our part one with Cree. Stay tuned for next Tuesday as we listen to part two. So exciting. I'm so grateful to have spoken with her and to be able to share this with the world. So definitely tune in for next week. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You are all so awesome. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. I have to say that it is extremely important that we get reviews and comments. It really helps us to get our content more refined and I find out what you guys like and what you would like to hear, as well as on a monetary level when ads are able to see that people are listening and what they have to say. It really helps us if we want to build our brand and take the podcast to the next level. So for all podcasts that you listen to, definitely make sure you like, subscribe, and review. I'm going to close this episode with one of my words. We discover our strength when we review our stories. Thank you.